welcome back to another episode of Size Eyes. We're going to be taking, continuing to take a look at my other databases in my Wisdom. So if you haven't taken a listen to what was in the past episode of the Wisdom for the other databases, go ahead and take a listen to that episode, the previous one. Um, but this one, just a continuation of that, since there's um, a few more databases that I want to be going through and, and everything that I keep track of in my Wisdom. So in my previous episode, we went through my usernames and password database, um, uh, just that was pretty simple, uh, social circles one, uh, YouTube workout video playlist one, a tool services subscriptions database, a mentors, a meeting notes, and my budgets database. So you know that's about six, seven databases there. I'm going to be taking a looking, taking a look at a few more in this episode. Um, so first one I want to go through is a travel one. So this is I haven't updated it in a while. However, what I've been doing uh, this is a travel database which has um, essentially just to keep track of what I'm doing. Uh, like when I do travel, like hey, what are the quick, what are the nice spots that I've been to, or places that I'd, people are recommended, um, etc. Or if people go somewhere, I can just recommend go to this database, recommend something instead of trying to think of something on the spot. Um, so I haven't updated it in a in a hot minute, um, but I'll just give you the um, the schema of the database itself. So one, I just have the activity. Um, so let's say in Charlotte, you know, the Rail Trail, or Myers Park, or Freedom Park, or the Rose Garden. Um, so just the activity, you know, have a New Orleans one, have a, uh, a Puerto Vallarta one, uh, Mexico Glacier National Park. Um, so those are just a few of the ones. Um, I definitely have to go back and when I was traveling more, um, add those back in, and as well as the other food places that I've been to around Charlotte, Atlanta, etc. Um, but yeah, so the activity. Um, then I then there's a location, so pretty straightforward there of what city it is or national park or um, whatever. Um, so I have the location there. Then I have the type. Uh, so this one is kind of hodgepodge of different things, but I just have um, right now may segregate it or may um, aggregate it um, or whatever. But um, I have nature, urban, walking, music, bar food, city square, and hike as a different categories for different values within the type. You know, some are multiple, like, you know, bourbon bandstand in New Orleans is uh, music and bars, since a lot of the things on Bourbon Street are, you know, both. So, whatever that is. Um, and then I have a status column, which is uh, just binary, basically, which is have I been there or not been there, so been or not not been. So that's the status there, and then for I have a column called Restaurant Stars, which is basically if it is a restaurant. So let's say Cafe Du Monde in New Orleans, type food, and status bin. Um, I'll just give it a Restaurant Star rating. So give it a five stars. If you haven't been there, definitely highly recommend when you if and when you go to New Orleans to try the the beignets at Cafe Du Monde. Um, so I mean, there's, so yeah, that's the restaurant stars. I have a few more in Charlotte that I've um, kept track of, um, for th a lot of three and four stars. No five star restaurants that I've come across yet, at least in this database. 
maybe as I go in and fill them out, maybe I can add a five-star one in, but nothing right now. And then other, and then the last column that I have in here is just notes. Um, and so usually they don't have any notes, um, but for some of the hikes, I did. Um, uh, I'll I'll put the distance in. So let's see which one did I? Iceberg Lake Trail one in Glacier National Park. I've been there, and it was like a five-mile hike. And then there was a Hidden Lake one, also in Glacier National Park, which is a two-mile one, and then a few more. Um, Swift Current Avalanche Lake Virginia Falls that I hadn't been to, but I, I guess I kept track of it in Evernote originally, and then I just transported, yeah, transported that over um, to Notion when I was building this out. So, you know, pretty quick look at my travel database. Haven't updated it in a while, but um, you know, it's there. And when I do get time, when I make time, I will be updating that. Um, and then this one is one. The next one is called Noteworthy. Um, so a little pun on, pun on the name here, um, where it's, I, I, what did I call this? It used to be called like quotes and phrases or something, but over time I've kind of encapsulated and captured different things that are just cool to hear, um, or things that I've come across are like quick phrases or quotes or, um, questions, right? So if you read my and subscribe to my newsletter, which good time to plug that um, subscribe on my website um, click on the keep up button and subscribe to my weekly newsletter um, but on the weekly newsletter there's a question of the week section and so usually I'll have a you know those are coming from here so this is so it used to be called quotes and phrases but then um, it expanded to more than that and so I was like I need to catch your name so then I was like oh these are noteworthy words, right? Noteworthy, noteworthy. All right, there we go. Uh, ended up finding out that I wasn't fully original, but it was the first time I'd heard of it, so original for me. So what I have here, or let me go to my master view. So I have, um, you know, the actual, you know, quote, phrase, question, whatever it is. Um, so that, or a word, right? One that I've added recently is imperturbability. Right, saw that in when I was reading meditations. I was like, hey, well, that's a nice word." And it's like equanimous, equanimous. Um, you know, not being perturbed. Sorry, not being perturbed by anything. Right, so it's a nice, cool word. Um, but yeah, so you know, have the word or phrase or something that I just come up with or something to describe me. Um, let's see. I don't know if there's any. Like a character with character type thing, you know. Some of these I might include on a social media profile or bio or whatnot, but just little things I'll think about and just add in here. Right. And so then I have that, and then the next column is the person. And so if it's a quote, you know, I'll add in the quote if it, you know, Steve Jobs, MLK, Confucius, Marcus Aurelius, Sadhguru, you know, whoever it is, I'll add it in. And then a lot of these are me, so I have my name in here as well. Um, you know, if it's like an original thing. And then I have the type column, which is quote, question. I was doing a quick survey of the week in my newsletter, um, but since I've retired it for the last couple of weeks, so, but was keeping track of that in here. Then I have phrase, novel name, cool words, and proverb. 
Um, but the ones that I use most are quote, question, uh, novel name, and cool words. And so, um, you know, so you know, I have a, also a question of the week. So in addition to quote of the week, I have a question of the week. Um, so, you know, do both of, keep track of both of those in here that I use for the newsletter. Then I have a notes database, uh, notes column, uh, which most of these are empty, but I just have it just in case. Then a created date, you know, date time column, so nothing special there. And then I have a status column, and so to keep track of if I've used it in my newsletter or not, because you know I can maybe remember the first few that I've done, but then you know as I continue creating those newsletters over time, there's going to be dozens, right? And I'm going to maybe lose track of what I have used in the past, what I haven't used. So it's just easier to keep track of everything here. And if there is something that I find in maybe like um, in a media vault that I used a quote in that you know book, let's say, I'll transfer the quote over to this noteworthy database and then make the status used so that everything is essentially being tracked of when I use it as a quote or a question or something within the newsletter or other piece of content. So, you know, just simply used and then not used as the couple of data, database, couple of the field values there. So, you know, I just, it's nothing that I like review on a whatever basis, but it's definitely something to keep track of and just to quickly add something to it to organize any cool words, cool phrases, quotes, questions, etc. that I've come across or think of myself. And also I have different views of this. So this is a master view I have, which is everything. Then I have my quotes and phrases, so everything you know, filtered for me. So if it's a novel name or a question or a phrase or quote even, um, you know, I'll have that. Then I have quotes view, which is only quotes, questions view, which is only questions. So yeah, so that's the noteworthy database. Then I have a feedback slash lessons database. So this is essentially, um, there's only what, seven, eight rows right now, but it's essentially just different situations in my life that I've earmarked and want to think of and um, you know come back to and deeply um, you know reflect on or have reflected on and not forget. And so this is potentially feedback that I may have thought of afterwards or this may, may have been something that someone did or acted in such a way and I wanna maybe when there's an opportunity to give feedback to them I have somewhere to go to right instead of just trying to think of something you know within on the spot let's say or even you know 10 20 30 minutes if I'm reflecting on it I may not have thought of what I wanted to uh, fully and so and this can be a nice database um, as as I continue getting experiences obviously I'm documenting stuff as they happen and you know in my vlog and blog and stuff like that but this is a specific way to see and so I have that so this is just a few columns here just the feedback um, of let's see uh, one is like how to say no um, for, for a specific person and so, like maybe I've seen someone, you know, not being able to say no particularly well, and being able to prioritize and focus on what they want to say yes to, right? And managing their time and energy effectively. And so, you know, that's the feedback that I've seen and use 
uh, different uh, seen different instances of. Um, then I have a person column, which is just you know who the feedback or lesson for me could be is for. Um, then I have a date column for when that instant happened or when I thought of it. And then I have an instance um, for to describe the actual event. Um, to, you know, if there's a more story line behind it, I'll include that in there. And then I have the type column, which is just feedback or lesson. So feedback is something you know that I may give feedback to someone. A lesson is probably more a lesson for me. Right, all right, this happened. Um, I want to make a mental note of it. Let's not make the same mistake again if this situation arises. So quick um, look at that database there, but pretty um, can be pretty important as I look back and start adding more rows to it. Then I have a couple of, I don't want to go into full detail on this, but I have a couple of garage sale arbitrage um, databases. I kind of made the decision to not really pursue this as a side project or a project in general going forward. I'm just going to um, you know, try to sell and donate the stuff that I do have and have bought over, you know, over the course of a few garage sales, um, maybe a couple of years ago and stuff. But outside of that, um, uh, nothing to take a look at, look at here. So I was just, um, yeah, just wanting to keep track of everything. When I bought it, the item, how much I buy it for, how much did it sell for, where did I buy it, um, uh, how much do I plan to sell it for? What category is it? Um, et cetera. Do I need special packaging? Um, and then item listing data, which is just you know, the item name. When did I post it on eBay or Craigslist or whatever? How many views did it get? How many days after it posted did it you know, sell, et cetera? So, you know, just a very quick run through there. It's not going to be a long-term database that I use. Then... I have a uh, jobs one that I created since I already had that data from Evernote, I believe, or Excel, um, where I wanted to keep track of potential job opportunities that, or at least based off of the company, like, oh, this would be a cool place to work at um, at some point in the future. Um, so, I, you know, this was when I was first looking for jobs in, you know, or not first, but when I was looking for jobs before I joined 2U Laundry. And so, um, you know, I just made a quick note of that, but nothing. But I mean, if the, you know, if, and going forward, you know, I'm not looking for anything right now. So it's not applicable right now, but just it's just there just in case type of thing. Um, just wanted to keep track of not losing information that I've captured in Evernote or Excel already. So that was the main reason for creating this database. But, you know, if, if you have something that, you know, jobs-wise, you're actively applying. This could be a good application for that. Almost using this as a CRM of, like, all right, I've, you can use different statuses, right? So I have a status column of, you know, let's see, I built it out. So there's um, there's might apply, to apply, applied but no reply back, applied and rejected, interview scheduled, interviewed and rejected interviewed and offered, and interviewed accepted, and then also rejected one. Um, but, uh, so yeah, so that's, I have that uh, that status field there, so this could be a good way to keep track of 
you know, if you're applying to dozens, hundreds of jobs even, to keep track of which ones have replied and um, the ones that you're interested in, etc. Like what location it is, what's a job title. So yeah, so that's that. Then I have a quick um, My Physical Addresses database, which is just taking a look at um, the different, my, my, literally my physical addresses, where, like where I've lived over the, my life, at least since uh, moving to Kansas City. And so I've you know, lived in Chicago, lived in Austin, lived in Atlanta, lived in Charlotte, right? Um, and so just keeping track of the addresses in case there's some, you know, let's say tax information or, you know, whatever like pops up in the future where I may not remember exactly what the address was, I'll just have it on file. I did need it to apply for citizenship um, and, you know, stuff associated with that. So it was good to, you know, have something like this on hand. Well, I actually didn't have this particularly in Notion, but the information, but I just formalized it in this Notion database. Then I have a fun one of uh, pets and their owners. So a lot of times I can, I can be forgetful of the, you know, pet's name, their dog's name, cat names, etc. Um, so I just made a quick two-column database of the pet name and the owner. So, you know, sometimes I'll forget whose dog it is or what their dog name is. So I just, if I do, I can quickly go here and um, you know, add it in or uh, check, oh, yeah, that's, you know, this is your dog's name. So quick little reference guide there. Then I have a where I was when it happened thing. Uh, database and so this is like important events where in my life where you know a lot of times people will remember exactly where they were when this something happened and so I just wanted to capture that so let's see let's see one I, I only have like five things here I haven't fully built it out but one of them is uh, the Damian Lillard buzzer beater against the Rockets in 2014 May 2nd um, and so I was just like at home in the living room. It was a night game, I think game five or game six. Um, it was like the night before I was going to Anaheim for Deca Nationals. And so, you know, so I, I have the event as a column, you know, the actual event. I have the date that it happened. Then I have a where it was or what I was doing when it happened column. And then I have a who I was with column as well whoever shared that moment with me. Um, so yeah, I, a quick, uh, quick little fun database there. And then I have a sports betting one, which I was doing originally in Excel, and part of it is still in Excel in terms of a for more formulaic uh, things regarding how much to bet and stuff, but uh, essentially, I have this column is just to keep track of all the bets that I've um, done on mybookie.ag, I believe, is the name of the site. And so I have the bet as a column. So let's say most recent one that I've done was Browns win by 13 to 18 um, against the Steelers. This is a playoff game. Um, uh, didn't bet, didn't bet too much on it, but the odds are pretty good, so that's why. Um, then I have the date column. You know, so Jan 10th, let's say. Then the game. So Brown Steelers, for example. Then the odds, which is uh, just the odds from whatever that 
from my from my book here or wherever I end up betting from. So I have the odds there, and then the amount of how much I bet, then a bet result of if I win, loss, or if it was a push, and then a bankroll result. So essentially, how much did I win or how much did I lose? So I have a few hidden columns as well, actually, in this, uh, which are just to essentially calculate the bankroll result. Um, so there's one for um, potential, yeah, because odds can be positive or negative, like plus 300 or minus 200, let's say. And so the bankroll result, the formula-wise, it'll depend on if it was positive or negative, or it's easier to calculate that way. Now, I could have done this in one bigger formula, right, which is what I did in Excel, but it got a little complicated, so I just split them out into properties, into formula properties in this database and just um, made it a little bit simpler to have just one column for the bankroll result. Um, so, yeah, that's a sports betting database. Um, so keeping track of everything there. So hopefully, if everything adds up, it should be you know, net to however much I have gained and won over my time betting. And then the final one that I've actually created recently is my almost a CRM for my podcast. So essentially, I do want to expand this. I mean, sneak, pre, sneak peek preview here. If you're listening to this, if you've made it this far, or if you found this episode and have made it this far within this episode, congrats, you get a nice little sneak peek of uh, you know, how I'm going to approach the podcast in future times. But essentially, I'm just keeping a CRM of who potential guests can be on my podcast. Um, and so, simple, simple database here of conversation partner, you know, so the guest, so their name, and then I have a status column, which I've, right now, since I've actually, I haven't actually booked anyone really, is um, potential, formally requested, verbally committed, scheduled, and recorded, and so I do have, you know, so those, what is it, five statuses, for each of the people, then I have a bio. If there's information that, like, I don't know about them, it's the first time meeting them. Obviously, the first few, I think I'll I'll know the person relatively well. Um, but you know, any bio notes that I find about them online or that they give me beforehand would input that there. Then I have a location, so whatever city. Uh, this is a multiple selection drop down. So let's say someone's living in, can I could potentially meet them in multiple cities. I'll say like Chicago and Kansas City, or you know Boston and Raleigh, for example, or whatever, right? So, um, or Houston and Dallas, and so you have this multiple drop-down select here um, for the locations field, and then I have a driving distance field as well, uh, which will be important going forward because it's if it's uh, if it's within driving distance because if I want to interview them and I want to do it in person. I can maybe make a trip out of it and interview a couple of people who are maybe potentially living in the same city um, or make a trip where, you know, maybe hit up Atlanta and, I don't know, like somewhere in South Carolina, let's say, for example. So, you know, I have a driving distance one, so yes, no, and depends. Uh, let's see. 
I guess, the depends is, I guess, uh, relative to the location that they're in. So let's say in the Boston-Raleigh example. Raleigh's within driving distance. Boston, not so much, at least from Charlotte. So, so yeah, that's, uh, that's the CRM there. Obviously, it's going to be more built out. I do have a template that I have, uh, which is essentially just um, notes from the podcast that I would record with them. Um, and then any pre-podcast notes, any like potential questions that I ask them, their answers, I would you know go back after the fact or maybe take notes even during. Um, but so yeah, so that's my CRM there. Um, but yeah, so those are and then so and I do have as you've seen public databases as well. So I have three right now of the my book vault, my media vault, and my YouTube workout video playlist. And so those three databases are online on SciVawesome.com. So you can take a look at that as well. Just a little bit cleaned up, a little bit filtered down um, in terms of you know what's on there, um, but very still, uh, still very um, complete from a content notes perspective and links and all that. So yeah, so those are so that's all the databases that I have essentially in in this wisdom. Um, the next episode, I think I'll be taking you, walking you through my content. And so one database there, but a lot of different views, etc. So um, sneak peek there. Um, so yeah, so we're coming up on the end of uh, this iOS series. So I'm pretty excited to wrap that up. It's been a lot of episodes, a lot of different parts. Um, but holistically, you can get an idea of how I'm approaching things, how I'm organizing it what I value, etc. And so, thank you for listening. Um, hopefully you can you know, subscribe if you already haven't. Like, comment, share with your friends uh, to really make this. You know. And if you have any feedback or any questions, feel free to reach out to me at any point um, you know, through my website, my phone, email, etc. But anyways, thank you for listening to another episode of Size Eyes. I'll see you when I see you.